You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. We are on episode 132. Yes. Oh, wow. It's a number. <laughs> it's not quite 18 quintillion, but it is high. One day we shall One... reach that number. <laughs> we shall. <laughs> we'll be lumps of brainy flesh in robotic bodies by then, but we'll get there, I'm sure. And we'll have our PS2000. Yes. Um <laughs> I am Neil Paul, and of course I'm joined by Ben Chilliver Hall. Hey. No preamble, no build-up this time, just <laughs> just chill and casual. And we're doing this uh, this whole co-hosting thing again. So yeah, everyone's just just enjoying the summer. It's yes, it's evil. How this... dare they go outside? Especially well, as to... half of them are not catching Pokemon's. I mean, if they're going to go outside, at least they should catch Pokemon's. I stopped catching Pokemon's. Just... I. I... I had two eggs evolve today. I mean, yeah. hatch. Yeah. And I, there were two that, disappointment eggs because I got a slow poke and an oddish. The only good one I got out of an egg was a uh, Geodude, and in terms of what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, I've not uh, got anything uh, I've wanted yet, and I've had yeah. like nine eggs. Yeah, I accidentally transferred it though. Instead, oh. of, <laughs> instead of quitting out, I scrolled down because it's just forced a habit at that yeah. point. Just. And yeah, the egg I last got was like a, one of the 10k ones, and I was just like, nah. I hatched a 10k yesterday. Yeah. And I got an Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, but I do need. I did need a Flareon, so I used so, the naming glitch. Have you oh, heard yes. of it? Yeah, where you choose the three names from the cartoons. Yeah, Pyro, yeah. Rainer, and. Um, the one nobody likes anyway. That's it. There we go again, talking about Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Okay. Uh, but, of course, we've played other things than that. Yeah. Even, even Ben. Yeah, I've played... played some other games this week. Um, shall we start with your week-to-week game? Is there something new in Final Fantasy XIV? This... Oh, my God. How did you know I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV? Just a hunch, Ben. Just a hunch. <laughs> <laughs> that and every day I go on my PlayStation, it usually says... Ben is on Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Even at like four AM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like that glitch in Slack where it says someone's typing all day. It's just <laughs> it's <laughs> but in human form. <laughs> You're saying I'm a glitch. This does well, explain me in video games. It does, really, yeah. There you go. I think that's true. I think that's what it is. I think you're just some sort of sentient existence from Final Fantasy fourteen. You you've reached out. And, but you have to exist in the game for so much of each day. Otherwise, I'll fade out of existence and go back yeah. into the game. It, it, it makes you, sense. That's why you like go hardcore in any new game and, and get it done out of the way and go back. Yeah, because if I don't play the game, you know, I have to go back soon. Otherwise, I die. Yeah. And <laughs> always it starts conflicting with your software. Yeah. And you start thinking you're Nathan Drake or something in a... <laughs> Uh, anyway, the new event that's going on... Well, I think I talked about the previous event, the Yokai Watch, where you had to do fates to get medals to unlock minions. 
Yeah, and you mentioned this one last week, I think, yeah. in Rumour Town. Well, yeah, it was heavy Rumour Town. But. Yeah, it was a rumour slash leaked information that was in the files. Um, yes. But there was no actual date or release. Anyway, they released, they announced the date and it's already started, started on Friday. And basically, the Go-Go Posing Rangers uh, are trying to stop the Bomb King from destroying uh, Coast of the Soul. So you've got to help them train by doing several different side missions for them. Um, but one of them is kind of an issue right now. Basically, it's a level 30 quest, but the enemies aren't sort of linked to you, so anyone can attack them, which means that some high-level players are going around killing the quest minions, quest monsters before you can actually do the mission, ah. which kind of screws everyone over. Dick moves. Yeah. Mm. Basically, what you got to do is take the enemy down to weak health and then use a net to capture it kind of like pokemons um and then that's it but of course people go around killing them meaning you can't weaken them i must admit i did it a couple of times myself by accident because i realized i didn't realize how weak they were so i threw a couple of shield tosses and realized i killed them instantly (laughs) but then once i realized that i changed jobs straight away dear dear um and once you've done the event you unlock the power rangers it's called the legacy armor um, which can be worn as is a heavy armor that can actually be worn by mages, which is one of the first times that can be done. Um, and you can get the Go Go Posing Ranger poses, the Red Ranger, Black Ranger, and uh, Yellow Ranger pose. <laughs> um, and there's two different poses based on which side you want to be as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, the event is a lot of fun. All you have to do is do a fate. Well, you can either do the repeatable quest, uh, which will give you one voucher. You need five vouchers for the outfits. You need ten vouchers for the music. Or you can do the fate, which will give you a chance of eight vouchers. The fate spawns, I think, every 15 minutes and takes about three or four minutes to do. So, yeah, you can either do the fate or the side quest, depending on what you want to do. A little tip that... um, if you're doing this quest, don't go by the market board prices of the item because one of the items you need for the quest is expensive. But there is a vendor right round the corner that sells the same item for really cheap. So just buy it from the NPC instead of actual players. It'll save you some money. There you go. Little mini tips. Yeah. Outside of the uh, Ben's usual wiggle go around <laughs> podcasting. Yeah. Uh, you should listen one day. Well, probably not if you don't play. I don't play here. <laughs> what are these words? Uh, it's, it's words. Okay, hey, I understand that reference. I've yeah. heard Ben talk about that sometimes. <laughs> to be fair, though, it is probably like the most casual fantasy podcast ever. We end up, like, I think we talk about food almost as much as we talk about Final Fantasy. So pretty much like this. Where yeah, pretty we much like this. Things that aren't PlayStation <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, Final Fantasy XIV is rumoured to be on the next Nintendo console as well. Yeah, that sounds fairly reasonable, considering. It'd be a good one to have, I'm yeah. sure. Which will mean they'll be cross-server with the PS4, which would be interesting. Oh, does that mean then Final Fantasy XIV on the go? Oh, that'd be amazing. If I mean, if you know the NX stuff <laughs> is true. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, technically, you can kind of do it with remote play. Oh, yeah, but I mean, this would be a dedicated system. Clearly. I don't know, because you always have to be online with 14, so. Yeah. 
So, yeah, interesting how they've made that work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> Striking. It's just the idea of Nintendo and Sony PlayStation. Yeah. Again. And it's yeah. Final Fantasy again, the yeah. one that uh, caused the rift in yeah. the end. Um, and I've been playing a little bit of Neverwinter. That's fine, yes. Yeah. Among the, the gajillion things I've played this week, I did play some Neverwinter with my one of my dear friends. He popped back online for the first time in ages and said, download this, we've got to play it. Okay, so we did then. <laughs> um, as I said to you before, I think it's like, they're not really my bag normally. Yeah. Uh, RPGs, apart from GTA Online, but it's a very different sort of game. Um but yeah, it's fun, you know. Yeah. It's the Dungeons and Dragons universe, so I can get on board with that. And what race uh, did you pick? Um, I was a human in the end. Uh, they were for the fancy things, but I was <laughs> I went all emo with my character. So I went pay- for a midget dark, half yeah. thing with the shortest arms and legs possible and really <laughs> chubby. Uh, what did I call myself? Uh, Gothric. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> because I was that dark. I just um, called myself Chili. As always. Yeah, I was I was I was a rogue, you know. So yeah. just getting I, stuff. I, so. I'm a clerics. I am the holies. So uh, rogue was always my favourite one to play. Like I used to play Dungeons and Dragons once or twice back in a long, long time ago. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I not probably not to the proper extent. Uh, especially whenever I see it on TV or anything like that, and stuff like Stranger Things. I go, no, never. I never played it quite that well. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like LARPing. Yes, all, all up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I often went out on, on into the world and beat people up for money and <laughs> XP, but um, I don't really think it was laughing. <laughs> I got gold. <laughs> I kicked another pigeon. That's more XP. <laughs> Throw a pokeball at you. Weakened it. So yeah, as a connoisseur of the MMORPGs, MMO, MMO RPGs even, um, what are your thoughts on your your early amount of play? It's a lot of fun. It's like I don't know. It's I like it with friends, but on my yeah. own I got kind of bored. Um, yeah, I, play, I played a bit when everyone else went offline. Because I thought, well, I better get ahead because what usually happens is because I'm busy reviewing other stuff, I'll come back and find out they're about 30 levels higher than I am, and I'll be like, yeah, well, that's me out of this one. Well, I'll tell you this now. That's one good thing about this. Uh, and all dungeon stuff is scaled down. Yeah. So yeah, even if they were it's... ridiculously high level, then you, when they do the dungeon with you, they're scaled down to your level. And all the all the enemies are scaled to your level as well, I think. Hmm, that'd be good then. So. Not that I haven't got enough to play at the yeah. minute. Yeah, so <laughs> there's one game that I heard that you've got right now that's quite big. Well, in terms of uh, size, yes, yeah. it's and well, and I suppose in terms of uh, content, yeah, and what and how it is perceived. Yeah, big, yeah, Persona Four Golden, which I mentioned last week, I got on the cheap from the uh, PS sale. I love that game. Yeah, I'm eight hours in. I'm really like it. I always say with uh, Japanese RPGs, I need it to be. A little grounded in reality, not quite the usual, you know, um, traditional Tolkien-esque, if you will, RPG style. Yeah. And this is very, you know, it's very more, much a modern styled game. And it's, I don't know, it makes me feel nostalgic. I know it's a PS2 game originally, wasn't it? And it's, you can tell it's age in a way. It made me think of just how 
such you know such a lack of creativity in games some a lot in a lot of cases these days because you play something like that and it's just so it shouldn't work you know you, yeah. you could see where people could make complaints left right and center like you know you don't really do much most of the time you just make your way through but it, it just simulates a life in a, a really well a great way just the idea that even though you're very limited in where you can go you can't ever do everything you want to do and that is very much like life it's like you just have to juggle everything and figure it out your life and it's ah, wonderful i mean, it, obviously not the same game but kind of reminds me of bully in a sense of having a full year system and i've never played bully oh yeah well they go bully did a something where it's, the game is chapters basically move through the seasons so you go have your halloween oh, nice. and christmas and all that and like you'd have like special stuff you could do on those days and yeah i like that i just like the idea that you're just moving through almost you know that slow crawl through the game and the story's getting told to you in little bites and yeah you're just getting it built up for you and that the rpg stuff you know the hacking slashing it's up to you to go and search for most of the time you know it's like otherwise you can just go and build yourself up other ways through you know yeah. normal conversational stuff i like that that's really good yeah that's, that's the stuff i like about rpgs more than anything is is the conversations the stories and things like that uh more than and the good and, side quests as well yeah and the good side quests and stuff you just get you know in eight hours uh, of you know, feel quite attached to certain characters and it's just fun to have them around and Make you know invest you more in wanting to save people and get make sure that everyone's all right and don't, and they're happy and it's ah oh, it's fantastic. I know I've got what probably another eighty hours or so to go, but it's one of those things I'm gonna. It's what like I said last week. It's one of the last things I really want to get on the Vita before the Vita probably has its day. But now, as uh, our own Christopher Clement has sort of nudged me and said, "Well, you know, Persona Freeze on you can get that on there too." So. I might have to do that too as well. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. like, I'm like right now, I'm, I've not really watched any content about Persona Five. No, I haven't either. I'm trying my best to not. Yeah, well, it wasn't even on my radar as I said, but yeah. now I'm like, wow, okay. I'm just, I, I, I said this is the first time I played a Persona game as well. So Same. This is, it was the first one I played. Yeah, and it's one of the, I've heard, kept seeing it, you know, hyped up year yeah. on year, you know, through other people in games media and such, and. I always thought, well, if it's cheap enough, one day I'll get it. I'll get it. And of course, it was what six forty nine, yeah, sale. So, and I was like, well, yeah, I can't not. You know, it's and yeah, I haven't really picked up my Vita a lot recently. So this has really pushed that on. You know, probably spending as much time on there as I am on my PS four again, which is good. That's I like good. that. Yeah, and so yeah, out of nowhere, Persona Five is now one of the ones I'm really looking forward to next year already. It's like I know I've got a lot of this yet to play and well you know what i'd be surprised if it doesn't get delayed because they hate europe <laughs> well no, they've they've sorted that situation hopefully now so, as they said so i can't remember who's publishing it now it's, i know it's not sega uh, yeah they've got someone to do it haven't they though so deep silver I oh deep, yeah deep silver oh god why did i not think that it's deep silver <laughs> well they publish uh, everything they publish everything but uh yeah they publish everything <laughs> it worries yeah. me sometimes but yeah that's yeah out of nowhere nice surprise to have and very very late to the party on this one obviously as well 
which I think did it originally come out what two thousand and seven or two thousand six or something on PS two. If it's PS two, it's got to be before then. Unless it was, yeah, uh, no, the, it was the, out PS, PS3 area, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. I thought it was... No, I'm just saying it was on PS2, but it was out when the PS3 was out. Yeah, 2008, that was it. Yeah, yeah. it was very late in the day. So I think it came out in Japan first, did it? Yeah. A, long, a lot earlier? But yeah, it's, yeah, it came out July 2008. So, but still, you know, that's eight years ago. Yeah. That's, wow. But that's amazing. I understand the golden ads. Of March 2009. For us. For us. So we wait even longer. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So yeah, nice nice to enjoy something like this. That's yeah, it feels new and fresh to me, but it's very old school of course, because when it came out. I might have to plug my Vita T V in sometime and play it again. Yeah, I kinda of, in some ways I kinda of wish I had that, but I like the fact that it's portable yeah. as well. It's like it's like when we took my... I got one for sale at Gamers. It was like 30, odd quid, 30, 40 quid. Yeah, they went down very cheap, didn't they? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, like this week, uh, I took my son to Monkey World, and which, if anyone knows, is a world full of monkeys. That sounds and... amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a park, a zoo-type place. But, um, yeah, and on the journey up there, I was just playing, you know, doing the dungeons in Persona 4 and all, which is like... It's rare because I never normally, even though it's a portable system, I don't yeah. really take it out very often to do that sort of yeah. thing. I can't do that with my 3DS now. It, it dies as soon as it gets unplugged. <laughs> yeah, this is just, you know, this is a really surprising thing. I thought the Vita's battery was going yeah. you know, really downhill, but it's been holding really steady. And it's nice. like, I'm actually very surprised. It's like, God, Sony really did make a good machine out of it. You know, so it's. it's yeah, the Vita was really good for its time. It still is. Mm. It's just a lack of games. And, you know, with all these new games around, and here I am playing a game that came out in 2008 that was a PS2 game, and uh, was playing another PS2 game this week because uh, Ape Escape 2 got re-released and on the PS4. How much is it, by the way? Because I'm tempted to buy it. Uh, Five ninety nine plus discount, so nice. it's cheap. Yeah, it's... I've never played past the first of Ape Escape, so... I, I, I loved Ape Escape games back in the day, and yeah, it's Still good uses fun. uses the analogue controls, right? Yes, which of course means that cameras are just terrible. <laughs> uh, and oh, they, the dubbing they do uh, is English, I mean, not American, and it is just... It's like watching children's television. It's, it's that kind of uh, level of... Uh, I think they tried to simulate that with Pharmacy. Yeah, sorry, sorry to bring Pharmacy again, but that reminds me of the achievement from the event. Yeah. Uh, one second, what was it? Uh, you must needs befriend them all. <laughs> you must needs. <laughs> yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, it's just... In a charming little way, you know, for all the clamouring for some people going on about Crash Bandicoot, that Ape Escape is just the game that really would be fun to have back. Probably. All the proper controls. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could still do the analogue stick stuff, but I think you could have the control, the camera work better, you know, yeah. in a modern setting. Maybe have and, the clickable analogue sticks be used. Yeah. But, you know, if they can redo Ratchet and Clank and bring back Crash 
have it so that the it works not like the normal ape escape, but then yeah. when you click the controller in, it ta- it disables it, and then you can move the camera around. Mm. How would that work? Uh, there's a way. There's a way to do it. Well, you could use the back buttons to be honest, because two of the buttons do jump at the back. So you could just have R two and L two do your camera swivel. That's true. But yeah, it's or or even better, move. <laughs> move oh. controllers in VR catch monkeys in VR you know wouldn't be a bad VR experiment to try <laughs> ape escape with mon- oh man actually I kind of like that ape escape VR you heard it here first exclusive <laughs> yeah um, what else have I played a lot as I said last week I played the layer of fear DLC which I think I mentioned last week yeah, I did. Um, Abzu. I played Abzu this week. Of course, that came out this nice. week. And, yeah, it's lovely. Yes, it's not Journey, but it's what nice. What is Journey? To... What is Journey? No, I mean, what, is, what could be Journey? Oh, right, I was going to say. I was going to say, I've surely discussed game. it before. <laughs> so... no, it was such a good game. For yeah, I mean, it's it just, like I said before, Journey is one of my favourite games of the last generation. And it's... And, I didn't really go in expecting that because, you know, it's not everyone from that team and it's just... But the art style does just sort of you know, blare the, the klaxons at you going, this is definitely made by the same people. <laughs> so, and, yeah, it's lovely, though. And just the interacting... It's so chill and calm and relaxing and interacting with the fish and stuff. And, and some of the stuff that happens in the later bits is you know, where it goes beyond that. It goes a bit Echo the Dolphin... Good game like, as well. Yeah. Oh, I always got stuck on that game. It was so hard. This is like a very passive Echo the Dolphin, and that's what I've wanted for years, you know, something like that. Is it as hard as Echo the Dolphin? No, like I said... You, but then you, I was a kid, so... Yeah, you will complete this, no problem. You know, it's like, it's a couple of hours. Those damn wall jumps. Those damn wall jumps. That last boss in yeah. Echo the Dolphin was just disturbing. I never, <laughs> like, figured, I never got there. I always used to cheat my way there. <laughs> there's like some cheat you could do yeah well, like back then the cheats level. were amazing yeah i think it involved you know when you do the jump bit at the beginning yeah like that make the sky change and there's like a way of doing it that meant you warped to the final level oh um, wow i can't remember what it was that we did for that but yeah um i played a tiny bit of everybody's gone to the rapture uh yeah so many games this week i've just not gone back um I don't really. I don't know if they've patched it since, but the whole running thing that people complained about or not running doesn't seem that bad. So, no. no. Well, I thought is they added in running day one, and then the reviewers had it before day one, so they complained that they yeah, didn't run. There was no. There's no thing in the controls to tell yeah. you that, that it, how to run. Yeah. But the the general movement speed seems to be decent now, so I think they may have up that. To be fair, though, if you got a video game, and even if you don't. I don't, I, I don't even look at the controls. I just press buttons and work out what they do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most times that's fine. But when your controls are a bit different to normal, you know, it's like if your run button is something where you have to hold it in to make it accelerate, you know, it's like for you, you have to explain that. You know, saying that X is jump is a bit banal. But, yeah, stuff like that you need to kind of mention. As I uh, said before, they should bring back that home, home improvement um, 
manual where it just said men don't use book men, uh, men don't use manuals go play game <laughs> <laughs> or in this case people don't use manuals because I don't want to be sexist yes peoples all the peoples um yeah, so I've not played much of it, but it is an interesting little setting, you know, being a sleepy English village. and. So it's set in Scarborough? No, it's too nice for Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> it is like rural countryside, Emmerdale sort of stuff, you know, it's like... So it's set in Filey? Filey. That's just near Scarborough. It's like yeah. the small version of Scarborough. There you go, maybe it is. <laughs> I can't remember where it's set. Maybe it's Somerset or something, but no. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a nice place. Should be said that I want one based on the Lake District. I love the Lake District. Yeah, I got a few more games to go through. Sadly, as a, yeah, as <laughs> as, I've been playing a lot. It's this, you know, between reviews and just being generally waiting for No Man's Sky. <laughs> right till my next review, at last. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a countdown every week then. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll get to announce another game that I've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Telltale's Batman. I've played the first episode of that. Oh this yeah, I want to check the price. That. It's more expensive than usual. They're starting to creep up the prices on these now. And it's, uh, well, I know. guess it's to cover their new engine. They paid so much more money for. Yeah, new engine. That's right. <laughs> eh, I bet it looks the same. It's the same engine. It <laughs> looks a bit nicer, but it is. It has the same problems. The slowdown is still there. You used to get the occasional glitch, but of course it does. Rarely. I, I knew when they said there's going to be a new engine, it just meant we're going to slightly patch up the old engine. By slightly okay. patch, we mean we're going to do nothing at all. Yeah. I mean, looking at what they've shown of the third season of Walking Dead, I'm guessing that's the real new engine because that does look significantly better. You know, it, this still looks like a modification of yeah. what they've had before. Um, and, of course, Troy Baker's in it because Troy Baker is in everything. Um not content with having played the Joker and Two-Face in other Batman games. He's uh, Bruce Wayne this time and Batman. So, so it's the Joker, Two-Face and Batman. Yeah. So technically he has a conversation with himself because, you know, Harvey Dent's in this, who is Two-Face, but that's played by a different actor now. Um, they should just just be called it Troy Baker, the animated series. <laughs> well, they, they do some new things. It's... Uh, still early in Batman's career in this series and they change up a few characters, a few dynamics and things to sort of throw you off the oh we've seen this before thing you know like there's a twist involving you know uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, motivation there's a... I bet his pink... parents die. Oh do you know what they, they make sure you know I'll tell you oh, that. really? I didn't yeah. know I didn't know that happened that's pretty much I, I heard about that already. comment, to be honest. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, it, almost every conversation is a derivative of, your parents died, yeah? And it's like, oh, that's a shame. It's like, it's a shame. We haven't seen, we must have seen you about 20,000 times in the last 20 years, <laughs> but we're going to we're gonna keep bringing up the fact that your parents died, and we're sorry. I heard, that like, his, I heard his parents died. Yeah. But they've uh, given him a, a yin-yang thing by uh, making the penguin... Uh, his old chum from childhood. So Penguin is not anything like Danny DeVito anymore. In fact, he looks more like a sort of hipster, hamster, handsome hipster type. I thought you said a handsome hamster. 
Or a hamster. Hey, he's now here, now upgrade. But yeah, he's got, you know, undercut hair, you know, the old swifty thing, big old uh, stylish jacket and a Cockney accent still. At least he's got a Cockney accent. At least they didn't ruin that yeah. part. Yeah, he's lost his parents but and his money, so he gets none of the advantages Bruce did. And he's clearly going to be uh, the guy who's saying, well, I, I'm going to cause some trouble in your town, Bruce, so just so you know. The penguin becomes I, bad. <gasps> I yeah. am shocked. So, yes, it's interesting, at all. Um, most of it is just dealing with mob guys because you know, all the crazier enemies aren't out there yet. Um, Catwoman, of course, turns up. All that. It's interesting, but there's some terrible voice acting. To yeah, be fair, I... that's I kind of like the sound of that back part, that part though. I mean, I want badly dubbed Batman. That'd be amazing. It's not. It's inconsistency. It's like uh, Troy Baker, for instance, is uh, as Bruce Wayne works fine. As Batman, sounds a bit tired and a bit uh, like, uh, well, I want to go home, so I'll read the rest of the script, sort of thing. And it's like. Yeah. It's not as good. He's and then when he's at his best, he, he sounds a bit like Kevin Conroy, <laughs> and that which is, I suppose what you're going for. To be fair though, I, I know this sounds weird, but I've always wanted, even for the Arkham games, is I want a DLC that makes the old sort of Kapow stuff appear. I'm really surprised they never did that. This used to be a comic line though, based on the Adam yeah. West Batman, where he meets the um, Avengers, not the. Uh, Marvel Avengers, but the uh, yeah. Steed and Peel. I, I did read about a comic where Superman fights the Avengers, the actual Marvel Avengers. Yeah, there's lots of weird ones out there like that. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, carry on. Yes. So yeah, um, Alfred, who is normally one of the fun characters in any Batman, and he'll have some sort of withering put down for whatever Bruce or Batman is doing. Here he just comes across as like a really concerned parent. Like it's like, don't go hurting yourself. Come on, be <laughs> good. It's like it just it just gets annoying. And well, Harvey, you bruised, Batman. Are you okay? Yeah, and Harvey Dent. You know, it's supposed to be like this shining beacon that the city looks up to that is going to change everything. He comes across as a bit of a needy gimp. He just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't come across as anything strong at all. And they seem to have based his face on Willem Dafoe, which is <laughs> just. It's odd. It's odd. So yeah, it's it. Uh, not much happens, but it does happen, and it's just hard How to know the where Joker's it's going. In it? Well, if this is that sort of era, a storyline, he should be like the cliffhanger that they find. It's pretty much like Batman Begins, the era of Batman. You know, it's that sort of. You know, he's done it for a year. He's just people know who he is, but the police still don't like him. That sort of thing. But yeah, it's it's interesting, but not really what I'd hoped for yet. We'll see. There's more episodes to come. What about the trophies? Because that's one thing that annoys me about Telltale Games. Oh, it, the trophies will just be done once the game's finished. You have, that's it. Yeah, it's a platter. Yeah, oddly, Minecraft Story Mode is and is probably the hardest set of trophies I've seen for a, a Minecraft for a. Uh, Telltale game. It's annoying. Require... I know a lot of people like it because it's easy platinums, but I kind of don't want that on my trophy list. Well, I, I won't tell you how many um, <laughs> Telltale games are on my trophy. Oh, I know. I, I, I have nothing against it just, you know. Yeah. But, like, I've got um, the first season of The Walking yeah. Dead. I've got a platinum for all three formats. So. Well, my mate, to be fair, I think my mate done the same as well. He's got, like, 40-odd platinums just because he buys all those. 
even bought Hannah Montana just so I could get a platinum. Oh, no, those people, no. Don't Sorry. be fair, you couldn't beat it, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, trophies. It's like, uh, I'm glad I don't care about trophies the way that I used to, because yeah. it really does damage your, your how you perceive games. I it's... only have one platinum, and it's on the greatest game ever made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember now, yeah. Goat Simulator. <laughs> I'm working eventually on my Fantasy 14 platinum, but it's just. But yeah, you're having fun. It's yeah. like it's a, you got to like craft a thousand items and then craft another thousand items and craft another thousand. It's like blimey. Uh, I don't even like those crafts. Give me no crafts. Yeah. Uh, no, oh God, there are other games to think of. Um, Tricky Towers. I played ten minutes. It's all right. Um, Guacamole. I've been playing Guacamole again. It's a that's a good game. It is a good game. My son and me have been playing it in co-op mode, so it's been fun too. <laughs> like that. It's, yeah, still one of the best sort of modern Metroidvania types, I think. It's extremely underrated, I think, and it's nice to have something to play with my son that isn't Street Fighter and <laughs> Minecraft. It's that, that he's obviously, he's as excited as I am for next week and No Man's Sky. So oh, nice. It's um, and of course, I've been playing Hitman because Hitman is Hitman, and Hitman is the best. <laughs> oh, just honest to God, I really don't see any other game beating that this year. It's just uh, you're making me want to buy it. Uh, and we are what nine days out from episode four of that, and it's just glorious. Yeah. So, can't Which, I can't remember. If I saw an email about where it is, but Thailand this time. Thailand, that was it. Yeah, it's uh, a return to a. a an area that's been in a previous Hitman, but in different circumstances and obviously looking a lot better. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, I just can't wait. I want the season to be done in a way so that I can have played it all, but at the same time, I like this drip feed and getting and stuff. Just, I, I kind of wish I had more time with No Man's Sky before yeah. Hitman came along because every month that it drops, it's just like there's me doing this for a while. I was just mucking around with it again last night because the elusive target was live again <laughs> this week and yeah I messed it up again it's like that's two in a row now I was doing great and now it's like Gary oh, wow. Beauty has uh, screwed me over now I've lost my mojo uh, yes he's but yeah glorious game just so much fun uh, you know when you hear games described as sandboxes yeah you know, this is this is a murder sandbox it's like oh, there's wow. some way even now I go back to levels and find new ways that you could done the job and it's just ah gotta try it again like that ah it's brilliant great stuff and i think i've been saying that nearly every week now for since february march time so uh but yeah that's stay it. tuned for next week next week when i probably tell why well, no next week i definitely won't be telling you about it man i'd imagine i don't know <laughs> uh, the week after yes because it'll be a new one will be out but um yeah so a lot of games again this week and uh as is always the case, it seems to me. But <laughs> I think if I look at my pro- profile, yeah, I'm closing on 650 games on my profile now. Wow. It's, yeah. It's, uh... I think I have a lot still, though. One second. If my PS4 will load. It's just frozen on profile. <laughs> it, it, now it's, it's crashed. Oh, we'll come back to that another time. Sorry. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I had no idea. How many I've got? Um, I didn't yeah. check. 
I'm, uh, I go to PSN Trophy Leaders, but that only tells you games that have ah. got trophies on them. You just type in your username and it finds you. So, so. Ah, that'd be why. So, uh, I'll click this. Oh, it's not loading. Um, la, la, la. But yes, it's plenty of games again. Yep, plenty of games. Plenty, plenty. So, I heard so, there's a game out next week. Yeah, we might mention it. Maybe. Um, can't for life me remember what it was. Oh, no, Woman's Sea? Norman Skis? Something like that, isn't it? I don't know. Nob- Green Noblin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, of course. It's no. So it's no quite the game. And... <laughs> Let's face it, there's been a lot of talk about No Man's Sky in the past week from when we're recording anyway. and uh, <laughs> Because, uh, well, review copies and early copies... A couple of weeks ago, of course, someone got hold of a copy for it wasn't two grand in dollars or whatever it was, and uh, yeah. yeah, proceeded to spill all these concerning stories about it. And no man, you know, Sean Murray of uh, Hello Games pretty much came up and back and said, "Well, there's going to be a patch that changes a lot of things, so like that." And doesn't hasn't it just because uh, they've just announced a patch today, and, and it's a decent sized patch. It is changing a lot, and it just makes me chuckle now that there's a man out there that paid two grand for a copy of the game early, and it won't be anything like the game that everyone else is playing. <laughs> to be fair, though, I would be kind of like... If, if, if me, I'd be like, oh, I got to play something no one else will be able to play. I would kind of be like that. Yeah, but when you pay that much, you know, get through it, and you use the exploits that are now going to be nullified like that. And all they're adding now does seem like they knew that this was a possibility that people would get in the game early and they wanted to oh, yeah. sort of set everyone to zero and change things. It's like, I mean, they are just doing so much. I mean, not only... Uh, all right, we'll go for a quick run through the list here. And um, uh, spoilers are around, only minor ones. But So if you don't want to listen to this, uh, just don't listen for the next five minutes. <laughs> so... Um, the three paths to uh, now new unique paths you can follow throughout the game um, on a fresh save. Uh, early choices have a significant impact on what you see later in the game and change the overall experience. Uh, the universe's uh, rules of generation, uh, the algorithm has changed, planets have moved, environments have changed biomes, galaxy have altered, galaxies have altered shapes, all to create greater variety earlier. Galaxies are now up to ten times larger. Wow. Yeah, so now you see how a guy got through in 30 hours. Whilst to be you... fair, though, he was just flying. Yeah, and despite you saying, oh, I was ambling, I was ambling, he was also using an exploit, you know, that is no longer in the game. But the fact that it took him 30 hours to do an objective yeah, you know, like that, it's not that bad, really, is it? And that, that's not even seeing a lot. That's... And it kind of goes against the point of, the game, of any game, really, isn't it? Rushing a game just to be the first. Um, anyway, back to it. Uh, there's more diversity in creatures and planets. Uh, now dead moons, low atmospheres and extreme hazardous planets, blah, blah, blah. Dust storms and blizzards and all that. Uh, 
space, nighttime, and day skies are now four times more varied. Blah, blah, blah. Planet rotation. Player testing has made obvious people are struggling to adjust to this during play, so effects have been reduced further. Uh, caves up to 128 metres tall are now possible. Geometric anomalies have been added. Uh, underwater erosion now leads to more interesting seabeds. Hmm. Um, there's uh, more ship diversity. Inventory stuff has been fixed, so there's nice. more space on the ship. And it will get better for people who are starting later. They'll have more inventory slots to help them with trading. Uh, trading is deeper. Star systems and planets each have their own wants and needs based off the galactic economy. Reserving these is key to... That sounds deep fuck for a game that's supposed to be light on anything. You know, yeah. that's mad. Um, feeding. Creatures now have their own diet based on planet and climate. Feeding them correctly will yield different results per species, such as mining for you. Protecting the player, becoming pets, alerting you to rare loot or pooping valuable resources. Yes, I shall have my poop army. I mean, again, it's my number one concern, if I had any, going into this was that, as expansive as it is, that you kind of wish that some of the Minecraft stuff rubbed off on it. You know, like some of the stuff you could do in that. And it really does sound like there is more to it and more and more to it, you know? Yeah. Um, survival stuff. Recharge has a yeah, recharging hazard protection requires rare resources. Making shielding shards useful again. Blah blah blah. Storms can be deadly. Hazard protection suit has been added. Liquids are often more dangerous. As uh, better graphical effects have been added. Balancing for stat upgrades and such. Um, I guess say because there's a lot of issues with the uh, suits yeah. going down really fast. Yeah. Um, I mean they were in like 50 Fahrenheit and it was like. Depleting the heat shield instantly. Yeah, they've instantly said the the suit and ship are the things that have gained the most from this. Uh, Combat, auto-aim and weapon aim has been completely rewritten to feel more gentle in general, but stickier when you need it. Sentinels now alert each other if they haven't been dealt with quickly. So, interesting. Uh, AI is now much more challenging. Even I struggle with them without a powered-up weapon, said Sean Murray. Space combat, advanced techniques have been introduced, like brake drifting and critical hits. Bounty missions and larger battles will now occur. Pirate frequency has been increased as well. Oh, my God, this just sounds exciting. I, I've sort of skimmed through this earlier, and I'm just reading stuff and going, oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, exploits, as we were saying, they've been nullified, like the infinite warp cell exploit, rare ga- goods trading exploit, among the others. Uh People using these cheats. <laughs> There's a little note on there that says people using these cheats were ruining the game for themselves, but people are weird and can't stop themselves. Little shrug emoji, as we said. Um, stability is fixed a bit. Uh, foundation for buildings on super large planets resolved. Blah blah. Um, in particular, when player walked further than 256 light years in one session because of the exploit, that's fixed. Uh, space station interiors are now more varied. Bars, trade rooms, and hydroponic labs have been added. <laughs> Networking ability to you can now scan star systems other players have discovered on the galactic map. Ship uh, scanning, scanning for points of interest from your ship is now possible. Building gen- buildings generate early and show up in ship scans. Uh, flying over terrain, pop-in and shadow artifacts have been reduced. Generation Which is speed. pretty impressive being the fact that how the game's coded, there's always going to be a little bit of pop-in. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, even in the videos you've seen, there is yeah. a, it's there. Yeah. But you kind of, when you're thinking of what's there, you think, well, yeah. you can kind of... 
Um, well, the game the, generates itself in front of you. I, yeah. I kind of expect a little bit just because of the way that is. Yeah. Um, the writing has been, uh, the Atlas part has been rewritten by Sh- James Swallow, who is a writer on Deus Ex and Sean Murray himself. Um, he thinks it speaks to the overarching theme of player freedom more clearly now. Oh, Early nice. mission text has been rewritten to allow for multiple endings. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he goes on to say after that, that pretty much covers the, the uh, upcoming upgrade. Uh, he says that they'll be adding build, the building of bases, owning giant space freighters, temporal IA, and new cloud rendering tech. Uh, yeah, so they're basically just adding a lot of stuff. And it's, you know, I'm already very, very excited for the game, but this stuff is just on another level, you know? It's like, I can't fathom some of the stuff <laughs> that they got. It's just crazy. I'm so, and so... this is so, only like, the first patch. Yeah, and <laughs> that's what people forget. People seem to think that they'll just throw the game out there like that, and that'll be it. But they've said they're going to keep adding bits to it and changing bits and... My God, just that is more than I ever expected. You know, it's like, and people I probably respect opinion-wise more on uh, Twitter who have had early copies of the original version have been quite positive about it. You know, it's like already as it is, and to think that it will get bigger than that is just (laughs) mind-blowingly good. Well, did you know it, it never? It almost never happened. Yes, yeah. yeah. They, uh, did, did you know gaming video, didn't they? Um, yeah. yeah, if you tell the story. Uh, basically, originally, uh, Jeff Keighley saw the footage at Hello Games. Uh, they weren't going to have it, uh, they weren't going to show it off because they weren't sure if it was ready or if it was even feasible um, to do. Uh, but Jeff Keighley kind of pushed forward of having it released. Well, shown off anyway. Um and when it came to VGAs, he said, look, I made a spot for you guys at the Video Game Awards. Uh, it took a blah, blah, blah. Do you mind putting your game in the thing? Because yeah, I've done a lot of effort, supposedly. And they're like, okay. Um, but then the year after that is when they got hit with floods. Um, and they were originally going to cancel the game. Um, because <laughs> they thought, well, you know, it's only been a few months we got the flood, we lost all our code, then they got flooded again, they lost the backups. Uh, we might as well stop. Uh, but then they realised, yeah, we had that trailer, we, we kind of have to now. So if it wasn't for that um, Jeff Keighley pushing the trailer, we might not have got the game. Yeah, and of course Sony stepping in to yeah. help him out. And Also, Sean Murray supposedly sold his house to help fund the game originally. Mad. I was... um. Reading an old uh, copy of PSM magazine, and I think it was around the time Joe Danger came out, which is Hello Games, one of their, their first games. Yeah. And it just told a story of like their pre I mean, like Sean Murray used to work at EA. Yeah. Uh, for which is another the, reason why he said he sold the house. It yeah. felt like it was blood money. <laughs> yeah, he said, you know, I've seen his words on, you know, he worked on Burnout Free Takedown, which is like one of my best, my favorite racing games ever. And but yeah, hearing him the way he talks about coding for that was uh, fun. <laughs> so, it's but, like uh, he had blood diamonds and he wanted to sell the house to get rid of yeah. it. Well, he says it's pretty much one of his motivations, yeah. you know. But getting out of it was just some of the stuff he had to do for that game. Yeah. 
just like that's probably the next best thing to come out of Burnout Takedown. You know, <laughs> it's, it's the Hello Games. I mean, like Joe Danger games, I love as well. But it's yeah. like I reviewed um, Joe Danger Two for PSU on the Vita as well, and it's just. I, I, gave I, it I was still a bit annoyed that it came out on Xbox first, and they're like, "Oh no, it won't be on PlayStation." Until yeah. like a few months later, and they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, it's on PlayStation." Yeah, it's a bit cheeky. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I'll forgive them. Yeah, because no Man's Sky is exclusive, so all is forgiven. <laughs> this is one of those I don't really mind. I'd like as many people as possible to get to experience it. Well, it's on PC well, as well, so... Yeah, exactly, it's there. Uh, I kind of hope that keeps separate from the uh, PS4 version, because yeah. PC people, and uh, we can't play anything properly, sort of things. Yeah. We've, got to, we've got to do our own things and add things to it. It's like, which is Unlimited enough. models. Oh, let's add my own. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's what you want to do, but uh, I, that's yeah, not really what I want to do with a game like this. It already offers a fair bit. Yeah. Ah, but yeah, it's been a funny week, of course, because with this patch, we were waiting for this patch before review code could drop, and yeah. Yeah, I am going to be the one reviewing said game. Um, maybe, I mean, this is the thing for me, it's like, it, not so much about getting it first, as you, is one of the perks, obviously, of doing game reviews, and it was always more a case of just everything, I've followed this game since our first trailer, and been so excited for it the idea the the idea itself it, and that's something i've never had in recent years you know it's like even with stuff like probably i would say gta 5 was the last time i had a level of obsession about learning about the game and what it's all about uh it's such a rarity now as you know when you're younger and everything's all you know you still haven't played that many games really and Every you know, every big thing is like cool and amazing like that. It's like I was saying earlier how Persona Four just sort of makes you think that games of you know, a lot of games just lack any imagination. And I think this is it. Well, we were saying in that indie episode a couple of weeks ago that uh, you know, there's that gap in the middle that's being filled by you know, indie developers who are getting the budget, you know, getting the time and resources to make games the interesting games that we're losing in modern day gaming because everything has to be cookie cutter you know, AAA stuff follow the trends, follow the styles and themes and then a game like this comes and you could, you could tell by the polarising opinion on something that hasn't come out yet you know, over the last few years um, just how confusing it is for a lot of people who have grown up with the modern way of thinking with video games which is like everything must be like these games or it's not a game at all. It's like, and then to have something like this that's so vague and so open and you instantly see people going, oh, I don't get it, I don't get it. And it's like, fair enough, they don't get it. It's it's exciting that other people can see what there could be to it. It's just, we, you don't really get that. You know, to have such mystery about a game that's been pimped out for like two, three years now is absolutely insane. Yeah. It's like, you weren't there, were you? <laughs> oh, I was here. <laughs> I know what you mean about the, the fact that it's very hard to keep secrets nowadays in the video game world. It's, you know. It is. And I think they've benefited from the fact that they're a 14-man team now. You know, it's like, 
you're less likely to get those kind of leaks when you're a small team, whereas every other thing... I mean, some of the big games, the big secrets have been that were known months before the damn game comes out. It's just like, the only reason you can't definitely know for sure is because you haven't played it yet. I was just playing in my super monkey house on my tropical island. (laughs) On planet Chile. On planet Chile. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to call myself Chile, I'm going to be on planet Chile, and I'm going to do the Team Four Star joke of um, what's good um, from Dragon Ball Z? Have you ever to, have you ever watched Team Four Star? No. Basically, it's a, uh, you should. It's basically a parody, a bridge series of Dragon Ball. All right. Um, it's really it's. Amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I think you posted a couple of videos, didn't uh, you? It's like, but this clip is just like, um, sir, the Vegeta's being attacked, and he's like, "Do you mean me, my planet, or my son?" <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I would recommend anyone listen to this. Go, go watch Team Four Star. It's amazing. Well, Dragon Ball Abridged. Yeah, I remember you posting a couple of videos now when you mentioned it. So yeah, I have seen one Vegeta, of those. Why are you naked? Because they take your clothes. They didn't take my clothes. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, no man's sky. I, I, I can't wait. I. Uh, once yeah. I, know, I must admit, once I find a good planet, I will probably stay on it for ages. Yeah, it's just. I think that's what a lot of people. It's like any game when you're given a bit of freedom to yeah. use your own imagination a bit. I think that's where you get a lot of people struggle because they want very defined goals. I mean, a friend of mine. I like my defined goals, but with games like that, I can set my own defined goal. Yeah, it's like my a goal is to be some sort of space hobo. Yeah, just yeah. It's a friend of mine who's like that. It's very much like certain types of games. He doesn't like to have anything that's a bit too open ended you know, in terms of what you can do from point A to point B. And yeah, yeah that's fair enough. But, and but yeah, they'll, people like that will never get that. They will never get the idea of you know sort of imagination stuff it's like whenever I see gamers sort of slag or something like Minecraft uh, going oh well, it's for kids like there's nothing to it you don't do anything it's like that's the type of someone who's not played it to the way you can play it you know yeah. and do it and seen I mean honest to god if Minecraft had been released a game like Minecraft had been released years and years ago that would it would just been mind blowing and people forget that kids seeing stuff like that is mind blowing to think that you have this whole place this big big place and you can do it whatever the fuck you want with it yeah. you know you, you can make a building here you can do this there you can make you can make phones contra- yeah you can make working contraptions yeah. you can build a city on your own if you wanted and that's it and it reminds me very much of that was make no a castle better. that has lava in the middle for a heating system yeah yeah that's it <laughs> and it's great. you could yeah you can make doors activate by that sort of thing you know, you know um, invisible doors made out of stone that just yeah. part open and crazy things like that it's just mad that's yeah um, saying about you know, this whole sort of feeling excited for a game and like this because of the potential and what you, your head thinks of rather than what you know getting yeah. your cynical head on it's like, it does remind me very much of um, 
GTA 3 before it came out. I enjoyed the first two GTA games and very much, and I saw the potential. And when they hearing that it was going to be 3D and just seeing the first screens of the game, Christ, can you imagine what you could do in that? You know, it's like in an open sandbox, all the things you could, and then it's just so delivered. You know, when I played it, it's just like, and incidentally, a game like that, you know, I got that game early. <laughs> so, but, but then, you know, no one really gave that much of a toss about GTA in the way they do now. It's it's just mad. Oh, just, I want them to remake GTA London. It'll happen one day. One day. It's like, well, they can't you know, keep remaking the same maps. Well, they don't really. You know, it's like, but they keep re- using the same names. Yeah. But like Liberty City is different twice, you know. Yeah, San Andreas is different twice, you know. It's it's would be nice to actually have a different name though. Yeah. But at the same time people go, We want to go back to Fire City. It's like mm, yeah, you'd have to go back to the eighties. You'd have to have that yeah. era of it because modern or modern Miami would just be shite, you know. So like, we want modern Scarborough. Modern Scarborough. That's a bloodborne though, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Uh, so yes, excited for the game. Not going to affect critical rating of it because you know I, I'm above doing that. You know, it's I've reviewed a few games in my time that I've been excited for to some degree. And you when know, you're playing a game, even if you're excited for it, you kind of yeah, you can kind of I kind of it like I'm really looking forward to Xenoverse too. But at the same time, as soon as I start playing, if I'm playing it for myself, I'll enjoy it for the. Mm. Yeah, as I remember soon as last I start year, reviewing it, I'll shut it off and complain about everything. Yeah, because yeah. I remember quite clearly you, your uh, complaints you know, yeah. sign with the last one. But like, um, like Dangerous Golf Take, because like, going back to the whole burnout thing, like yeah. I, I love burnout, I love, and the fact that free fields were like parts of criteria. I, was, like, I really, really, really wanted that game to be good. And it's like, yeah. and I ended up giving it 5.5 because it just yeah. it didn't do enough. Um, the Hitman episodes, it's like, play, I love them. In, in, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, this is game of the year. It's the best game I've played in years. You know, like that. But at the same yeah. time, I like, can't not mention the faults there. So, you know, what in my head would be like nine, nine and a half out of ten, yeah. ten out of ten. It comes an eight because, you know, <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to have a, that sort of thing to it you can't have your fan rating and then you have your real rating <laughs> yeah i mean I, that's what i used to do i used to write you know reviews on pieces of paper per, for my own yeah. personal amusement like that and they're always much higher than they are now because it's like you know everything and in a way that makes me start thinking oh well maybe our games aren't as good now it's like no you're just being a bit more rational yeah. what you're thinking it's like um but like even when i play bad games now i think oh it's like Surely I've played games worse than this, and I no, no, I really haven't. So I, <laughs> there, I've played some of the worst games I've played have been since I've worked at PSU. It's like uh, often by choice, though, because you know, uh, I do like that. Yeah, scoring's a funny thing. It's like and I always go on record and saying, is it you know a six out of ten game is all right? You know, it's oh yeah, like, I, I always think that five out of, five to six is okay. Yeah, it's got something, you know. Yeah. And that's five for me. It's like I've, I've not given a ten out of the no. like what hundred and I think I've given I'm... a ten actually. <laughs> yeah, I, the closest I gave was probably to Fallout Four, which yeah. 
you know, I could say I maybe I was a bit high on it, but at the same time, I've played nearly two hundred hours of it. So, <laughs> so, I, but yeah, at this point, I might. Yeah, well, I've I've played. I've almost played that to death. Once August comes, well, it is August, isn't it? I think yeah. it's. Like, I just realised that the last uh, DLC for that will drop this month as well. So <laughs> that's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, once that one's out of the way, that's I'm done with that. And plus, Skyrim, Skyrim's out again in October. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Yeah, but World of Five Fantasy is October, so. Oh man, yeah, all the games we went about last week, and just there's so many great things to come. And now I can add Persona Five to my list of, even though it's next year, but still. Yeah. Oh, I think we've had a nice long talk about games there, you know, Ben. Yeah, I think so. Mostly one game, but still. Yeah. So. Well, to be fair, that is the game that everyone's going to be playing next week. Yeah. And you know. Everyone, most people should. I'm not gonna say everyone because not everyone's excited for the same game. But yeah, yeah. Um, and just on the subject of the whole review kit thing, um, see a lot of outlets whining about it and being very entitled you know, about they should get code first because they are games media. And it's just like, yeah, no, I don't get it. Sorry, yeah. it just it just sounds a bit dickish. It's like, and that's the justification. I mean, Kotaku did a whole article on that very subject to basically say explaining why they were buying a copy early. It's like, I can see why though. In some this way. is the same, yeah. But just to uh, clarify on hypocrisy yeah. here, this is the same Kotaku that, when blacklisted by Bethesda for Fallout Four, yeah. made this big overblown point about well, we'll just make our content better and later because we'll do it in segments and we won't have to worry about embargoes and rushing. It's like, and yet here they are trying yeah. to get the rush. It's like, nah, you know, it's like... I can see both sides, really. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's kind of like saying that you want it now. I don't care about anyone else. This is mine because I am a game reviewer. Yeah. That's kind of, as you said, it's kind of dickish. But at the same time, it's good to have the review in time, the game out early-ish because to try and get the review ready in time in case it does have a lot of flaws yeah you know I'm not talking about Nobody's Sky I'm talking about any game really you know, yeah so many games but then you also have the day one patch which like this changes the game completely yeah, I mean um, this is unprecedented but this whole situation that's gone on with the code stuff yeah. and it's like this is down to the fact this is an unprecedented event you know, yeah. this is an indie team a small team backed by a big company to this stage with this much hype behind it yeah. it's it's unprecedented you know, it's like small games become big yeah. you know like minecraft and stuff like that but they don't start big like no. this so you can see why there's this uh more airy fairy sort of yeah. it's done when it's done feel to it because it's a small team and sony have obviously pride themselves on making sure they give done the time and say well it's done when it's done that's fine we'll leave you to it and, that, and this patch is obviously one of those things it's like they yeah. wanted to meet a deadline get the game out in a tough time but they knew they'd have to add stuff and pretty much once they went gold they said yeah we're gonna have a patch coming so it's like it's you can see where they struggle you know in that regard and with this much to change i mean people thought he was bluffing when they he said that there's a lot still to see that maybe you shouldn't review it based on the game you're playing and yeah, it's sure enough. This update list drops, and it's immense. It really, really would change the game from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, it's immensely different in some ways. So yeah, but the other hand, 
could have been handled better on Sony's end, I think. Clarified better. I mean, to this point, they, they keep mentioning review code, you know, like copies. And it's like, so you're going to post it Monday and the reviewers will get it yeah, hours after everyone else who's bought it on the store, you yeah. know, say, or had it shipped. You know, people who've legit bought it and it's come at the legit time. Yeah. It's bit silly then but to be fair that also people get in the post early because you know yeah yeah i mean it's understandable because they want to try and get the post out the game for when it releases yeah i mean this is it if sony and even microsoft do end up ever making digital work you know like say stuff like game shuts down again which is highly viable um and they just I could really see a future where big games just come out digitally first to avoid this. Yeah. All this early copies, review code nonsense. And they just say, well, and then you can buy the, the physical copy later like that. But yeah. they'd need to you know, take the price down a little bit, I think, because uh, currently oh, yeah. it, people would just pitch a fit, you know, if it was like that. But it'd be a tantalizing option. It reminded me, um, Dying Light, you know, because they had that whole weird thing where they end up coming out digital for a month before it was like... It's a, so, yeah, but it made that game a bit more interesting to people who don't buy digital because they had to they could to find out stuff about the game ahead of time. I wasn't so, going to buy digital, and then I found out it was going to be a month and realised, you know what, yeah. I buy digital. <laughs> it was funny in a sense because my friend, me and my friends were like, we're all going to play it together. Yeah. You know, like no, of course, I was doing the review. Yeah. And I was like, and then <laughs> heard the announcement. And then I think it was um, Techland quite happily then said in their uh, post for it, go, oh, here's some extra codes because we want you to be able to play with other people. And I was like, great. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the problem was solved and yeah. we were able to test everything about it. So, but yes, it was <laughs> a small panic. We've been waiting for a game to play together for a while and it was like, oh, there it is. And now only one of us can play it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent but yeah um, I've got no problem with the day one patch their game you know it happens uh, it's, ha- it's been happening for years now and... for those that still complain about day one patches and the fact that it only happened this generation that's only because it's really been only been able to be done this generation and last generation <laughs> I'm yeah. sure if they had the possibility of doing day one patches on the Mega Drive or even on the Super Nintendo they would have done it because the, the day one patches doesn't mean the content is caught it or doesn't mean the content is rushed it just means that they finished the game it's gone gold, it's gone to print and then they realised oh we can fix this yeah and then I, they've got I, some time before it, it actually knew. comes out yeah with some of it they knew yeah they of course were, they oh, knew but you know this. some bits they might not have been figured well you know we could fix that or we could add this feature and then fix it for when it's actually released. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, some companies, <coughs> EA, <coughs> Ubisoft, you know, <laughs> you can't really trust their day one patches, in my opinion, but for overall. Yeah, this doesn't feel like one for the game being rushed. This feels right. like they wanted to add some stuff. Yeah. You know, like, and like we said, small company. Yeah. These things take time. Plus, everyone complained about it being delayed. If they say, "Oh, yeah, we're going to delay," it because well, you know that was that, again. We've gone on this before. There's such a cycle of misinformation with this game, and that people will keep going. 
oh, it doesn't do this. I never heard about this. It's like the information is always there. And yet you still get people going, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And making assumptions about things that have quite clearly been said. And it's just like in any other game out there, right? The info is just blasting in your face and you pretty much know most of the game before you play it. Um, so people tend to moan about what they've already seen or they get on board with what they've seen. Here it's like, yeah, they just don't seem to get it. I don't understand how that they can't read or listen. And it's not like, it's not like these things are mentioned once people in tiny... People on the internet reading and paying attention. Yeah, I know I'm asking a lot of many people, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's silly. And next you'll be one in. I don't know. No trolls. No trolls. No yeah. trolls. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think we've probably talked enough about that. Yeah. It'll be out next week, and I'm sure we'll be. Uh, we'll talk, talk about some next week. Yeah, I mean, by the time this podcast goes up, it will be out. So yeah, properly and in its final form or near final form, yeah. and we can all enjoy it and. Love it or slag it off, whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. there's still that possibility. I'll, I'll just say be, I could load up and it could explode my PS4. <laughs> yep. Um, it could be full of horrible racism and things like that it, and misogyny. <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I wonder if there will be a little bit. I mean, it's all randomly generated, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got certain things in there, so. Yeah. But then, you know, in that sense, can you really. You can't really blame it, can you? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> but James Media might. I think uh, if there's anything really... controversial, they'll blame the company, even though they'll be like, well, technically we didn't make that. The game made it. Yeah. Did you make that meme, by the way? What's that? That Vince McMahon, No Man's Sky meme. No, I saw it. If, oh, just, that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> Uh, I love that um, gif meme thing anyway, but it's uh, great. I saw that on uh, Neoga. Excellent. Of course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's coming. It might be fun. And like I said, I just to clarify, I've been excited for games before and been disappointed. That, that is, I'm sure we all have. So I will always take that into agreement. Devil May Cry 2 happened, you know. That yeah. was once a game that I was more excited for than this. Uh, so, and I hate that game with a venomous passion to this day. So, and I don't hate easily. So, that's, it was uh, one of the worst games ever made. You know, this is it. Though it wasn't even a bad game. It was just the fact that it wasn't anything like it was. Wasn't it? Wasn't the one with like demonic buildings? Just they made you play the game twice. Yeah. Well, right. to be fair, they did that with four as well yeah but four did it better slightly yeah. so once when four came out and i saw that trick happening again i i immediately sold it because <laughs> i was like no no you're not getting me with this shit again it's like, <laughs> done oh dear uh but yes and now i'm sure there'll be a, a wave of this uh no man's sky talk for weeks yeah. and weeks as we all. discover planets and solar systems and yeah animals. i mean that's that's why i like want to be able to talk about so next week is everyone's discoveries with these things and i hope to pl- find a planet of raccoons yeah that'd be cool that'd be like that. or, or raccoon like creatures <laughs> yeah not actual raccoons but you know something that looks a bit like them yeah everyone will of course be searching for penis monsters because you know uh, that 
it's bound to be there. It'll be somewhere. It will be somewhere. And there'll be uh, planets called that as well, probably as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to do a thing for PSU that we could get someone to name our, planet, our first planet. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, see who comes up with the best name that isn't, you know, just file and How, why don't we do it? If oh, we probably will. Just got, if you can find, name a, name a planet and send us a tweet. Yeah. I'll name a planet after the planet you name. Yeah, name PS underscore Unchained on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Or to Ben, or to Ben's Twitter. Yeah. Or, the underscore UK. Mine, or, yeah, uh, Nesco. And so send that. Send your best No Man's Sky yeah. planet name, and I'll put it in. Yeah, I'll put it in the game. And, and I will film it, and I will put it on PSU. There yeah. you go. And I'll film mine, and I'll send it to Neil, and he'll put it on PSU. There you go. There you go. Best name. And we'll also... Get. Name an animal or plant or whatever as well. Just yeah. name all the things and we'll yeah. we'll put it on. Well, no, so we'll, whoever wins it will name an yeah. animal after them. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. And we won't pick something stupid looking. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> no purpose anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So I think we've had a good run here today. Have a good long chat, and this is about the third time I tried to end this show. So <laughs> that's why it's like a normal conversation. It's been more fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week for episode 133. Maybe there'll be more than just me and Ben this time. We don't know. Who it's knows? Like, it's like the other people aren't dead. Obviously, Mike is still around, but he he is uh, a busy man. He is yeah. doing the news, all the news, all and, of the news, all the times. Yeah, I mean, even when he's asleep, he is sleeping dreaming news constantly and then he's like sort of bench pressing the computer yeah whilst you know rhythmically grunting the mantra of each headline <laughs> yeah. it's, it's quite a sight to behold to be honest you should see him last week it was like Ghost Recon and Watch Dogs 2 <laughs> confirmed for game <laughs> Come 2016 XCOM 2 <laughs> delayed and it just it goes on it's yeah. crazy it's uh, absolutely immense stuff um other than that, I'm sure we'll have Tim back at some point. I'm yeah. sure it'd be nice to have Chris Clement back on at some point. Um, Gary. Gary. Oh, of course, Gary should be back next week. Yeah, so. he's, at, he's at work right now, poor Gary. Yeah. He works and he lives in a different country and I don't like him. So, you know, these, <laughs> these, three things, these three things. I mean, we also wanted Dane back on, but I haven't heard any more on that one. No. He's back in. Um, yeah, so... Next week, we'll be here to talk all about that game that came out, and uh, it'll be fun. So I'll say goodbye and leave you with Ben. I think I'll just say goodbye this week. By the way, yeah. Jim Sterling's in London in September. I'll end with that. He may be. He may not he may be. be. Hopefully he does. I will visit London for it. Anyway, before we carry on with the podcast, that'll be it. Goodbye. Goodbye.